Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1046, air date March 8th, 2022. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. It's a little bit after 8 p.m. We're going to wait for people to join. Um, I'm also recommending um, people to go on VA Shiva TV, which is uncensored. Um, obviously, um, we're going to talk about some of the important things going on in Ukraine and Russia so we can really uh, discuss what's really going on. Um, about a week and a half ago, when I talked about, I did a talk about the truth about Ukraine. I think we had close to 2,000, 2,500 viewers live. Um, and then after that, my viewership suddenly dropped down to around 200, okay, live. And I'll, I want to talk about that. But obviously, you know, we all know how much we all should love, you know, Facebook and all the wonderful big tech companies. They're really great guys, you know, because we all love them. And uh, in order to support them, we don't really want to uh, bother them by putting up stuff on this medium, which could hurt their feelings. So, um, you know, they do great work, but I just don't want, I just feel like I feel for them, you know, so I don't want to really upset them. And uh, so we have VA Shiva TV um, in the next few minutes, I'm going to go over there and I encourage everyone to come to VA Shiva TV and we'll have this discussion. Then we're going to really talk about what is going on in Ukraine and Russia. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I've been doing some very sort of simple posts for everyone. You know, I uh, amazing to learn that the word oligarchs only refers to people who are in Russia. It's quite amazing. I also asked people to go do some research on the Atlantic Council. Um, they came up in our important historic lawsuit in Massachusetts. You'll find these guys are everywhere. But again, we really don't want to um, hurt the sensitive people over at all these amazing big tech companies were so great, aren't they? Aren't they, John? Yeah, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. We love them. We love big tech, right? <laughs> so we want to go over to small tech. So go to vashiva.tv. And um, if you just go there, we have, uh, thanks to all of you, we set up our infrastructure. We're going to talk about that. And what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about uh, this place called Russia, okay? Right here. And we're also going to talk about uh the fact that um what we're witnessing right before our eyes is not a military war but a you know propaganda war we're going to talk about why this post that i put up people had problems with you know and that's what we're going to talk about and but we're not going to talk about it here because we really really don't want to hurt these wonderful people at NATO, we don't want to hurt the people at the Atlantic Council. Do we, John? No, no. No, no, we don't want to hurt these people. Okay, we don't want to hurt these people at the Atlantic Council, at um, all these people, you know, who, who care so much about us. They, they have to make sure that the news, uh, that we can handle the news. So, you know, so we don't want to hurt all those people who have, are, are um, lovers of Zelensky. Great hero, isn't he, John? He's a great, great it's a great hero, right? Amazing hero. Comedian to military hero, right? So we don't want to hurt him, do we, John? No, no we don't want to hurt him. So I'm going to turn off right now and everyone go to vashiva.tv. And it's really easy, right, John? You just go to vashiva.tv, yep. right? And go there and we're going to have a uncensored discussion about what's going on, okay?
because uh, I think it's about time we recognize that all of us should really feel for these people on big tech. They work so hard to make sure that we're okay and we're not hurting ourselves. So we don't want to hurt them anymore. Do we, John? No, we don't want to hurt them. Okay. So everyone go to vashiva.tv now, John, or should we give people a couple minutes? Okay. So go over to vashiva.tv because I'm signing off here because I love Mark Zuckerberg. I love Sergey Brin. Who else do we love, John? Yeah. We, 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 we love, love Zelensky. All, we love all of these people who are not censoring <laughs> us at all. We want to be very right. clear. About we very clear. Facebook is not a censoring organization, not a censoring organization. We love Facebook. YouTube is an incredible organization. They are not a censoring organization, right? Uh, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are not oligarchs, right? They're amazing innovators and business people. Yes, there are the awful oligarchs in Russia. We hate those guys, right, John? Oh, yeah. We hate those oligarchs. No to oligarchs. No to oligarchs. I hope the AI is picking all of this up. No to oligarchs. Have down we, down we, with Russian oligarchs. Have what else? we hit all of the approved talking points? Yes. <laughs> we want to make sure that we are staying in compliance to, right? Mm -hmm. So we're staying in compliance to, but to hell with the oligarchs, right? Long live Jeff Bezos. He's not an oligarch, is he? No. No, he made, he just, he just, Jeff just made a hundred billion dollars during the pandemic, right? That's fine. He's a philanthropist. He's a philanthropist. One person's, yeah, he's a philanthropist. American billionaires are not oligarchs. Only Russian billionaires are oligarchs, okay? Let's get that clear, all right? American scientists are not Fake scientists. Only Russian scientists are fake scientists. Anyway, please go over to please go over to VA Shiva TV and I'm signing off here because we do not want to hurt the wonderful people at Big Tech. So we'll see you over there. Okay. Thank you. Let me just uh, I'm just gonna stop here, right? Do I just remove it, John? Is that what I do? Just yes, yes, just remove everything that's that's not okay. VA Shiva TV. So remove. Oh, I can just do it here, right? Yep. I can't do it here. No. Yeah, okay. just, no, just click on the top. On each there. one. Okay, I got to do each one. Okay. Bye-bye, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Sergey. Okay. Who else? Goodbye to Sergey over there. And should we stay on Twitch? No, no, no. Okay, bye-bye to Twitch also. And we'll only be on VA Shiva TV. I'll see you guys over there. And we'll wait for everyone to join. See you on VA Shiva TV. John, tell me when people are coming over. Yeah, they're, they're coming in. I'm watching them right now. Okay, so come on, everyone. Come on over to VA Shiva TV so we can have a discussion like adults. <laughs> we want to be adults. All right? That's what we're going to do. We're going to have a discussion. Are people coming in, John? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. We've got several hundred people here now. So. Okay. So we got hundreds of people. By the way, as we're talking, as many of you know, uh, reason we're here is I noticed uh, many of you know what occurred. If you remember in 2020, I was the first guy to expose that scumbag Fauci, the fucking scumbag. By the way, we can use those words on VA Shiva TV. We don't want to hurt the ears of the wonderful philanthropists over at YouTube. OK, this is this is for oligarchs only. Anyway, so on 2020, many of you may remember that's where I um, really 
started exposing the Fauci's long before that scumbag dirtbag. Um, uh, what's this fool's name? Kennedy. Okay. Ever came along. Okay. We did it first because it's important as we know to do the right thing at the right time. Not when it's, you know, opportunistic to do that. Um, Hey, John, it's actually showing the numbers. It's pretty cool. Yep. Even on here, on StreamYard. Okay. Yep. But anyway, well, I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah. So um, we no comments aren't coming in, but we can see that in a different window. Maybe you can read them out. I but anyway, yeah, but uh, the other thing was in um, 2020, end of 2020, it was our movement, which called out the election fraud, right? Because it happened to me here in Massachusetts. And many of those videos were going viral. I think I had 50 million, 100 million views on the vitamin D video. We had millions of views on the election uh, systems integrity videos that we did. But in each one of those cases, the grifters would come in six months later and try to make an industry out of it. Trump also, big time grifter, came in later. And what we noticed this time was that was fascinating was two weeks ago when I shared the truth. Let me bring it over here. I did this, uh, wrong one here. When I did this, um, did this, uh, where did we go here? Here we go. I don't want to go to the window here. Okay. When I did this talk, some of you may remember, if you were following us here, um, on, it was this talk, the truth about Ukraine and Russia, why British U.S. imperialism, what, why British and U.S. imperialism want Russia to bow or war. Okay. When I did that talk, Right after that, we had close to, as I mentioned, 2,000 concurrent viewers right here on, um, where's my cursor here? Okay, there we go. Okay, we had, we had close to 2,000, uh, over 2,000, 2,500 viewers concurrent. And the next day, I did another post, and that was this one. Let me bring this up on the wonderful uh, Facebook. We love Zuckerberg, Okay. Wonderful guy. Okay. Great guy. We don't need to say that anymore because we're not. Oh, yeah. But we love him still. Okay. Anyway, we don't fuck him. Okay. <laughs> Fuckerberg. Okay. So I did this post there, um, which was um, it's this post um, of the Russian bear here, as you can see it, um, at being eating alive or going after Uncle Sam and NATO. And what ended up happening was this is what ended up happening. I got this thing from uh, I said it was said that I was harassing this post and this post said that I was harassing people. Right. So this is a post. Sorry. This is what Facebook actually put up right after this. And uh, it said in deeper our standards, uh, give more protections to minors and private individuals and to adults and public figures. Harassment and bullying can include things like descriptions or photos that degrade someone's appearance or character targeting someone with threats. Well, clearly, I'm the bear, right? The bear. Um, we, we talked about the bear. And this was a post I put up. I said, who incited the war in Ukraine? Um, who meddled in Ukraine elections? Barack Obama and John McCain, the prostitutes of American and British imperialism that have zero regard for the sovereignty of any nation. It was Obama who actively participated in, in, in 2013-2014 and McCain to overthrow the rightfully elected president of Ukraine to install a puppet. Uh, for UK and US imperialism interests in the region to bring NATO into Russia's backyard. This is what is called poking the bear. And top of it, they never participated in Minsk. Minsk was this agreement that was all set up so uh, the eastern region of Russia could have its own area, okay? Um, because the people wanted independence. They didn't want these Nazi guys who essentially uh, 
a quarter of Zelensky's armed forces are all, frankly, Nazis. That's who they are. What are they going on? Azo, Azov, Azov Battalion. You look at their logo, they are freaking crazy Nazis, okay? And overnight, this fool, this foolish comedian, Zelensky, an idiot, is made to become a hero by every American media. I mean, it's so hilarious to watch this shit, okay? You have American media, you type in the word Putin, and he's oligarch, and what's his face? Zelensky is hero, okay? We're witnessing right in front of our eyes the most dirtbag media propaganda that we've ever seen in modern times. So in the old days, they would just shoot people. And I know this from my own personal experience. And in the new day, they just character assassinate people. When the facts came out that I invented email, black and white, right? I was the amazing, you know, Shivaya Dura on the front page of MIT for inventing everything, winning many awards. But when the facts came out that I invented email, which I didn't really care much about, it went into the Smithsonian. Overnight, I became you know, the enemy of the state. I was called all sorts of names. Thousands of calls came to empty. How dare this darkie who grew up in New Jersey claim he invented email, all right? So character assassination, they try to destroy. It doesn't matter all the degrees, you got all the accomplishments. And what you now see is we're in the era of character assassination of human beings. So Putin is now the worst human being on the planet and Zelensky, dumbass, is becoming a hero. And you have so much confusion, again, in the American public. So we went from, you know, is there election fraud? Is there no election fraud? That stuff. And then before, you know, then the anti-vax, pro-vax, anti-vax. And now, now we're pro-Russia, pro-Ukraine, anti-Russian, anti-Ukraine. That's where we're at. And the reason we're here is because no one takes a freaking system analysis to everything. And the school systems don't train anyone on a systems analysis. What people are trained on is how to think in a very reductionist model. And that's why I have kept saying that it is time that everyone go to truthfreedomhealth.com. It's not an ad. This is for your own education. If you don't want to do it, I, I lose nothing. But if you want to get educated, learn the science of systems. And as a part of that, I always play a video, which if you want, I'll play again. John, how are we doing over there? Doing really good. Okay. Uh, and I'll play that video, but I want all of you to understand how to look at the world from a systems perspective, not left, not right, not pro-Russian, not pro-Ukraine, not pro-mass and anti-mass, because let's just step back and look at how powerful the elites are. They use the science of systems, which you should learn, truthfreedom.com, 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 go there and learn, 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 because what you learn about the science of systems, it looks at things as it is. It uses the principles of science. And I teach you that in a very short order. So you don't have to spend 50 years figuring this stuff out. You don't have to get four degrees at MIT. You don't have to waste time with a bunch of nerds. And I've organized it in a very constructive, accessible way. And you get also connections to many, many other people that you can connect with are part of this knowledge base. But when you look at it in a very powerful way, you're able to look at any way beyond left and right, because those in power are watching you and me. They know that a movement is about to happen globally. They know that the working class people all over the world are being fucked, okay? So they know the direction of history. They have software programs. They have mathematical analysts. They have decision-making models. 
they know that if they put out this message, how will you react over here? Okay? They know all this. And because they know all this, they have already mapped out how to react. Okay? So they know to create crisis after crisis after crisis after crisis. And for every crisis, they will create the people on the left and the people on the right. They need not so obvious establishment and the grifters because if people start moving towards the truth they need to bring them back into the dialectics our movement is the truth that's why you saw they learned holy shit this guy went to all these great schools he learned all of our stuff he, he's telling people the truth so they saw the damage i did to them with the vaccine issue we exposed it they saw what we did with the election systems integrity and they don't want me to do that with ukraine so the goal is to throttle me, okay? And that's why we're going to get everyone on VHU.TV, all of you listening. You know, I, I really, I will do sympathetic posts on these medium, which we have to do, but your job, everyone listening, is to get people over to VHU.TV, okay? So what I want to talk about now, getting back to what we want to share, is what the hell's going on in um, Russia and Ukraine? What's really going on, all right? Well, Let's begin with understanding a little bit. I, I shared this before, but let's just cover a little bit of background, okay? So if you remember, first of all, most people don't even know where the hell Russia is. Well, Russia is the, all that red stuff over here, okay? That's Russia, okay? And if you zoom in a little bit over here, what you'll see is that, you know, Russia has this, the number one amount of land in the world, 17 million kilometers okay Kilom square kilometers by the way one kilometer or uh kilometers point uh 0.6 kilometers uh is a mile okay so you can work that out but canada's next but russia is massive okay russia is incredibly massive and and if you look at that and there's many many russians are not just a bunch of white guys right they're mongolians they're people of all different heritages slavs you know um, all different Scythians, uh, and you can see all the different regions all over Russia. These are all the different provinces, and this is called the Federation of Russia. It's a massive, massive area, okay? And this is another way of looking at the eastern, uh, the, the central, uh, the northern, uh, western, etc. There's different parts of Russia, okay? And what we're talking about now is this area called Ukraine, okay? Ukraine's over here. South of Ukraine is um, Romania, and to the west is uh, uh, Poland, but you can see everything here. You can go do your own geography over up west of Russia. I'm sorry, uh, west of Russia is Finland, etc. Okay, we're looking at this area right here. All right, there's Ukraine, and you'll notice that on the eastern part of Ukraine is a Donbass region. Um, Kiev is really north of Ukraine, and over here is Crimea down here. All right, people often underestimate like how big Ukraine actually is. It's about the size of Texas, right? yes, yeah. So Ukraine, yeah, it's a good point. Ukraine is the size of Texas. It's pretty massive, okay? So, but the Donbass region right here in Donetsk and Luhansk, these two people uh, and this region here, it's the Donbass area, they've always considered themselves um, Russian. But they're ethnically a little bit different, but they've always considered them as Russian. Many of these people here, just to give you the background, many of these people here, their families the ancestors, just one generation ago, are the ones who fought the Nazis. So let me repeat that. These are some 
uh, important history. And when the Nazis came there to that region, the, the, it, first of all, we had to set the record straight. We keep getting this propaganda, America, you know, be Hitler. It's bullshit. The people who stopped Hitler were the Russian people. In one battle alone, in the Battle of Stalingrad, Russia lost two million people. The Russian people were out there with whatever they had, hammers, pots and pans, fighting the Nazis. It was the Russian people who won World War II. Okay? I love America. My parents came here, but let's give credit where it's due. It's a, it's a Russian working people who stopped Nazis. Okay? And many of those people in this region right here, in this region, are the ones who fought Nazis. And when the, to get how brutal the Nazis were, they threw these people down wells and they threw boulders down on them, okay? As they were screaming, dying. I mean, the level of brutality these people suffered is quite extraordinary. So in this region, you have to understand the people of Luhansk, uh, Donetsk, were Russians who fought Nazis. So when the, the, the scumbags, U.S. imperialist scumbags, Obama and McCain, went to Russia, particularly um, in, in the in the certain maiden where uh, McCain went and actually was cheering on the overthrow of a rightfully elected president of Ukraine. All right. And the U.S. installed their own people in in uh, Ukraine. They toppled a an election. And we know I know it's right. America has been doing election fraud everywhere against working people in other countries. When I say America, I mean the American imperialist government, not the people. And also in this country. This is well known. They did it over in Latin America. They do it everywhere. Okay? But they did it in Ukraine. And who did install a Nazi, pro-Nazi, neo-Nazi scumbag? So when that happened, what do you think these people in Luhansk and Donetsk wanted? These are the people who fought the Nazis. They have war uh, memorials to the people who fought there. So this is like basically a way of inciting this, uh, you know, this uh, faction again from rising up. The other thing everyone needs to understand is if you go look at the polls that were done prior to 2014, all over Ukraine, 90, 95% of the Ukrainian people did not want to be part of NATO. Okay. Had no interest in being part of NATO. And in 2014, it was the same thing. So then after the United States installs these people in after 2014, the people of Luhansk and Donetsk start fighting. They want their own region. And in the midst of this, Russia could easily have come in and taken over them, right? Could have come in and moved their army. And Russia didn't. There was something on the table called the Minsk One Agreement, later became Minsk Two, which was basically saying, in fact, even big warmongers like Henry Kissinger said, hey, Ukraine should never be part of NATO because you're basically going to start World War III. All right? It was well understood. So what Minsk II was about was a way that you could bring all these parties together because you don't want World War III. Some people probably do. Okay, you have to consider that. Um, and it was basically Ukraine as a country like America would have one part, a state, which become, let's say, the Donbass or Donetsk, Luhansk area, give them their state, 
give them not independence from Ukraine, but they get their own state, their own uh, local legislatures. And Russia would stay away and Ukraine would not become part of NATO. Minsk too was always on the table. And you have to remember scumbag Joe Biden, who, by the way, everyone thinks Joe Biden is some idiot. He's not an idiot. Okay. He's the one who was with Obama when they overthrew the guys in Ukraine. He was the one who was part of the entire process of inciting this. And he's here again. He's been throughout this whole thing. He is Mr. Ukraine. I think Biden is Mr. Ukraine. Joe Ukraine Biden. That's who he really is. Okay. And we know about his son and all of that. All right. So people think these people are fools. And by the way, it was Trump, and I'll do a whole video on this, who armed Ukraine. He, he talked to the game. He's against NATO. But he's the one who sent a shitload of weapons to this little country who people in that country, not little, but this country relative to Russia, who did not want to be part of NATO. He's the one who threw tons of weapons in there and armed Ukraine. Okay. Why did he do that? Why? Okay. Presumably to fight the, the people in Donetsk and Luhansk. Exactly. To, to, to attack the people in Donetsk and Luhansk. And he gave it to these neo-Nazi guys. Because 25%, at least, of the military forces there is... is I, got, I just got a uh, text message from one of my um, very good people who does a lot of research. And this is what he said. He said, by the way, it was Trump who set the policy for the United States to arm Ukraine. Before Trump's decision, Ukraine's struggling economy couldn't support a large military. After Trump changed policy, the European Union also sent arms to Ukraine because they wanted to expand their numbers. Ukraine then expanded and armed their Nazi battalions in Azov, which comprises 15 to 25 percent of their armed forces. These are the war criminals that murdered the ethnic white Russians in the eastern provinces of Donbass. The U.N. Human Rights Commission has documented these atrocities. So that's who Trump fucking Trump, who talks a good game and people think he's our hero, armed. He armed a bunch of Nazis, and that gave the European Union more armament. So that's what. So that's Dr. what. Shiva, what, it, do you, what would you say to the people who say, "Oh, they, Zelensky and the Ukrainian government can't be pro-Nazi because Zelensky is Jewish"? Oh yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. So I think one of the things people need to understand, and and is that there's a big difference between Judaism and Zionism. Okay, and you can study it. Okay. Um. It's a longer talk, but the, there are you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. In fact, there are many Zionists who are not Jewish. In fact, Zionism has, is really not about Judaism. It was a philosophy that was started by a guy called Theodore Herzl. In Europe, you know, in the 18, 17, 1800s, um, there, everyone predicted... It was in Germany is where the workers' movement of the world was going to start. So all the powers throughout the world were afraid that a workers' movement in Germany. And if you really go study this, and there's been a lot of good scholarly work done on this, so you can study it, but a lot of um, Jewish working class were involved in the trade unions, and Jews were organizers, good, solid organizers, in trade unions in Germany because Germany was a highly industrialized state and people were expecting a true workers' movement there. Hitler, who was supported by the Western powers, was brought in essentially to destroy those workers' movements. So when 
the, the first people that he actually attacked were these Jewish trade union leaders. He'd go into places and start shooting people. And the West loved him because he was stopping the workers' movement from coming up. Okay? So that's one thing. So the when the Zionist movement started coming up in Germany, it talked about discrimination of the Jews. And there was discrimination. Very much like there's discrimination, was discrimination, is discrimination of black people. Now, there's many ways you could take that approach. What do you do when you're being attacked? In the United States, there was a movement of black nationalism. There was a movement which said capitulate to the racism. And there was another movement called cultural nationalism, led by guys like Marcus Garvey, who said, fuck America, let's get a boat and move back to Africa. Okay? Cultural nationalism. Well, by that time, black people already been in the United States for 300 years, and the the revolutionary civil rights movement said, no, we're not leaving here. This is our land. We built it. We're going to fight for our rights. But Marcus Garvey, who was a cultural nationalist, wanted to take everyone back to, back to Africa. And, that, and in fact, he wanted to move to Liberia. And if you study the history of that, the blacks who went back, and there was a group like the Padmores and a whole bunch of people, they became the biggest warlords of Liberia. All right? So that was the approach of Theodore Herzl, which was not to stay in Germany, because by then, you know, most Jews had been in Europe for 300 years. That was their place. That was really where they ha ha had been. That's where, th where they had built their businesses. His goal was, let's all go somewhere else, okay? And the number one choice, Theodore Hurt, and that movement was called Zionism. That's where Zionism comes from. And he, Theodore Herzl, and I've done this in a previous video, he went to the biggest racists in the world to support the Zionist movement. He went to Cecil Rhodes. Go look up who Cecil Rhodes was. I did a video on him. Rhodesia, Rhodes Scholar. Cecil Rhodes was the biggest racist scumbag of all of Africa. He's the one who started World War I. And Theodore Herzl worked with Cecil Rhodes, financed the Zionist movement, and their number one choice, and this is all facts, was to go to Uganda. Uganda was supposed to be the homeland of, so he started conflating Zionism with Judaism, okay? That's what he did very cleverly. And the goal was they were going to go to Uganda. That was the homeland. Well, the British didn't give him Uganda. They didn't give him Argentina. So they said, you can go to this place called Palestine, okay? And there were Jews there <laughs> in Palestine. And that's a whole nother thing. But just to let you know, let's understand there's Zionism, there's Judaism. And there are many Jews who are not Zionists. And there are many Jews who are Zionists. And there's non-Jews who are Zionists. But a non-Jew can't be a Jew, okay? So you got to study history, all right? Otherwise, you're going to get caught up in nonsense. But the reality is, in fact the early movements of those Zionist movements collaborated with Mussolini, you know, fascism. Menachem Begin was trained by uh, the brown shirts in Italy, okay? We also have to understand in the Warsaw Ghetto, when Jews were fighting Hitler, the Zionists collaborated with Hitler and disarmed the Jews. So get that clear. 
Zionism, Judaism. Okay? Again, we'll do a whole talk on this. And you'll probably have the racist Zionists start calling me anti-Semitic after that. Okay? But Zionism is really racism in the service of imperialism. Okay? All right. So, Zelensky is a dumbass, uh, you know, an entertainer who was installed by British and U.S. imperialism. And this was all planned out, okay? So what you see here, this is that region. These people were fighters against Nazis, okay? And this region over here, and uh, by the way, Putin could have gone in here in 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, all those years he didn't. He was waiting for the Minsk agreement to be settled. But the Western powers and the imperialists do not want peace. They wanted to poke the bear, right? So when they did first poke the bear, you know, Putin went to Crimea. And by the way, 97% of Crimeans wanted to be part of Russia. How did Crimea become part of Russia? I mean, part of Ukraine? Well, there was a jackass called Khrushchev, and he was the party director, the Communist Party director of Ukraine. And he wanted to become the first secretary, the head of all of the Communist Party, like essentially like the prime minister of the Soviet Union. So what he did was he struck a deal to bring Crimea, who was part of Russia, into Ukraine. And that gave him more oomph. And so Ukraine, and this just recently came out about two years ago in some, a very scholarly study, because people wondered, what the hell was Crimea doing for Ukraine? So this was a move Khrushchev did to consolidate power there so he could become the first secretary general of the Soviet Union, okay? Or the secretary general of the Soviet Union. But Crimeans always felt part of Russia, okay? So when Putin went in, there wasn't really an invasion. Crimea always wanted to be part of Russia. Again, what we're witnessing is the disgusting consolidation of power, all forces, and this is what the Atlantic Council's behind. When I was thrown off Twitter, a long fuse report, you can go review our lawsuit, we showed all the interconnections, but guess who was behind all of this? The Atlantic Council. They're the ones who've organized the censorship infrastructure globally. They're the ones who've created unholy alliances between government and big tech, okay? And the Atlantic Council is right behind this entire strategy to fuck with Putin, okay? And part of this fucking with Putin is essentially making sure that Russia, and look, it's really ideological, it's really not even economic. The Russian people overall have a long history of fighting fascism. They're the ones who have a long history of creating the first workers' movement in the world, okay? They do. It went array, in disarray in certain ways, but if one group of people that everyone in the world should have great regard for, it's the Russian working people who stopped Hitler in his tracks, okay? It is the Russian working people who provided many, many incredible discoveries also for the world. And it's a long discussion we can have, but the bottom line is we have to recognize millions of Russians fought, stop, you know, fought Hitler, okay? It's a longer discussion we can have on all the details of Lenin and Stalin, which I'll do at some point so we clear up a lot of that. But what you see here is Ukraine. So when uh, in 2014, when all this was going on, as you can see by the date, um, people the, in um, there was all these protesters, okay? 
pro-Russian protesters. That, see how the news called the pro-Russian protesters as though someone has to be on one side or the other. So like people don't have a fucking brain, right? I can't just be Shiva. But if Russia supports me, I must be pro-Russian Shiva. Yep. Or Shiva, the man who alleged to invent email. Okay, not Shiva, the guy who did invent email. Anyway, um, here you see Eastern. So right after this, the next day, the Eastern Ukrainian posters, as I talked about, were joined by the miners. Okay, because everyone in this region, the Donbass region, was so upset at what Obama and McCain had done, installed this Nazis into power. And then, as you can see here, one of the miners said, you know, first of all, the miners are coming, which when miners get involved, working people, it's dangerous to the elites. And this is what you can see what people are saying. Uh, it's hard to rouse the miners, but when you do, there will be trouble. And so one of the miners said, we need to fight for our rights and protect the Donbass from the Bandera supporters or the fascists. I don't like the Kiev regime. He said, referring to Stephen Bandera, second World War nationalist leader who is commemorated with dozens of monuments in Western Ukraine, but widely reviled as a Nazi collaborator in the East. Many protests see the new Kiev government as dominated by nationalists from Western Ukraine, which is largely an agrarian economy. Now, as I've talked about uh, earlier in the nation, um, Anatoly Levenin uh, did this great article really talking about, and this was, you know, when, when was this? This was written... Um, in 2021, he he was saying, you know, be careful. We could start World War III here, but it's an easy way out. It's a very easy way out. Let's just get people to the Minsk Agreement because it would have settled everything. Okay, and you can see what he said here. He said, since the Ukrainian Revolution, the Donbass Rebellion, successive Ukrainian governments vowed to recover the Donbass by force if necessary. Despite a ceasefire in 2015, the suspended full-scale war, probing attacks and Retaliate, retaliation by both sides, as in March and April of this year. Successive U.S. administration have expressed strong support for the Ukrainian pro-Nazi side, you might, might as well say, and for future NATO membership, though they've stopped short of promising to defend Ukraine, Ukraine militarily. And so this is a region that we're talking about. These people, even Amnesty reported that there was genocide going on by these the Azov guys here. Okay? So, um, only the most insane of U.S. politicians and commentators actually want to go to war in Russia, in Ukraine. But as the outbreak of World War I demonstrators, leaders who do not intend to go to war may stumble into a situation which are unable to stop or turn back. Well, I disagree with Anatoly in this thing because this the World War I was organized by the British and we're seeing the organized attack on to incite another crisis. Forget Putin, but the idea is to go from this crisis to this crisis and to this crisis. So the main thing that those in power do not want to know is that ultimately all of this is, is an abusive attack on working people. And that's why our movement for truth, freedom, and health is beyond left and right, beyond pro and anti. And we need all of you to get educated or be enslaved because otherwise... The establishment has gotten so smart at creating confusion, so smart of creating the left-right dialectic, so smart of creating, you know, pro-American, anti-American, Trump versus Biden. And we can't afford that anymore. Whether they have this agenda or that agenda, we must have our agenda. And that agenda cannot come until you understand the science of systems. You can use it to liberate yourself. You can use it for your body, whatever interests that you have. But what I just shared with you here is the reality of what's going on 
in Russia. Now, to top it off, when you look at the economic reality, the Atlantic Council is the one who put together this paper on the Black Sea should be a U.S. and NATO priority. This is the Atlantic Council, okay? And it talks about how much movement goes on in the Black Sea. Every 15 minutes, an oil tanker makes the same trip carrying Russian or Kazakh oil. This is the this is why this area is important, okay? And that entire region is important because if you actually go study it, there's a Straits of Bosphorus. So for Russia to get their oil out, it would be very expensive to go Northland. So they go south through the Straits of Bosphorus and let them get their oil out. That's how they're able to get oil out to many, many countries. Now imagine if you choked off the Straits of Bosphorus and you, or you started a war in the Black Sea. Guess what that'll do? Well, you shut down Russian oil, you, inc you support U.S. oil, right? And you potentially help the Saudis, okay? So follow the money. This is not about some freaking Ukrainian idiot who's a war hero. You know, this is not about, you know, Russia wanting to invade Ukraine. That's not what it's about. It's about Western, British, and U.S. imperialism never wanting any other one having any, you know, right to be another guy on the block. Only they can be the biggest bullies on the block. And they will destroy the world if, if, if they need to. They will destroy you. They'll destroy everyone. Okay? So it is time working people understood the science of systems. We started educating ourselves. And we started recognizing that our movement has always called this five, 10, two years ahead of its time. And it's time that you be able to see which way the hockey puck is going, not after the fact and be like a deer in headlights, okay? So it's your choice. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com, become a warrior, become a scholar. And before I end, I'm gonna play a video. Hopefully it'll inspire you to, um, and then we'll take some questions. John, maybe you can read some questions, but let me play this video for you guys. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders we don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. 
third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not-so-obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you, on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote-unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. Now, the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. So I hope this was helpful. So we understand what's actually going on in Russia. I'll keep more doing more videos, but keep an eye out for vashiva.tv so we can have a more uncensored, frank conversations. Be well, be the light, and go to truthfreedomhealth.com and become a Truth Freedom Health warrior. You deserve it. Your family deserves it. Thank you.